What's up there, Longhorn fans? It is time for another recruiting breakdown where we bring you the latest in the world of recruiting, mostly football, occasionally a little bit of basketball as well. And it is brought to you by a great Longhorn mortgage professional. That would be Gabe Winslow. Gabe is a diehard Texas ex with more than 20 years in the industry doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business. I'm joined this week by Jerry Hamilton of InsideTexas.com. Jerry, always a pleasure. How you doing this morning? I'm good, man. Good. It's uh, college game days back in Austin. It's a huge weekend for the Texas football program. Especially on the vi- uh, on the visit front, and we'll talk about that. I know, no question. And uh, Longhorns seem to have uh, quite a bit of momentum right now, led by a potential flip. Not just any flip, though. A flip from the hated Oklahoma Sooners, and it is a Longhorn legacy, a guy that uh, folks around here have been talking about for a long time. Austin Westlake defensive end Colton Vosick. We are hearing noise all over the place that uh, Vosick. It's only a matter of time before he makes a decision to flip from Oklahoma to Texas. Uh, why is this going down, Jerry? And uh, do you expect this to happen at some point today, this being Tuesday, November 8th? Yeah, I think uh, one, it may be one of the biggest flips in recent memory. I mean, uh, it's one that being, like you said, being a Texas legacy. I mean, you have guys, former Texas players like Roy Miller reaching out to him on Twitter, right? And publicly. Uh, so, when this goes down, it's going to be received very well by a Longhorn Nation. That's for sure. Um, I think it could happen today. I think it could happen tomorrow. I think it could happen anytime. Um, Obviously, Colton removed all his Oklahoma commitment stuff off social media yesterday. Uh, So I think everybody just knows this is imminent. Um, And and the question is not kind of if now, it's just when. Uh, but I think it's a huge uh, flip for Texas. I mean, look, you, you look at the, look at it from everything you just said. Texas legacy, Oklahoma commitment, position of need, premium position player at Austin Westlake High School. Um, because look, Texas has a had a top ten class pretty much the whole way. Well, since Arch committed, they got in the top five, right? Um, but. When Vosick committed to Oklahoma, that kind of w- wasn't taken so well by Texas fans. I mean, that's one that kind of hit him and it hit them in this cycle. So to say this would be big time flip for Texas might be an understatement. So does this close the book on defensive end if Texas does end up landing Vosick uh, today or tomorrow? Yeah, I think unless somebody, some big time player, um, maybe that comes in off the radar at the high school ranks. Um, you know, or a Braylon Shelby reconsiders, which I don't do not think's happening, by the way, then I think if Texas takes another uh, edge prospect, it'll be out of the portal. And I think that's where it's headed. Uh, when Vosick makes that flip, I think the next edge prospect Texas fans will see, you'll start hearing names in the portal at first week in December. Well, it's funny because uh, if the uh, Vosick news wasn't out there or the guest quasi news right now, the rumors swirling, the big news from yesterday would be another big time decommitment, a guy who is at a different rival school, this one in state. Uh, Texas A&M loses one of, if not their top prospect in the class of 2023 with Anthony Hill deciding he no longer wants to attend college in College Station, considering the Longhorns were kind of the runner-up the first time around, do you feel pretty good about Texas' chances and ultimately landing him? And I know that he said that he uh, does plan on making that decision on uh, signing day one. Yeah, you know, and look, I, this one really blew up in, in the internet world in, in the state of Texas yesterday, and I'll tell you why. Um, look, I was at uh, Katie Pato, uh, um 
late last week and talked to David Hicks. Um, and I, I kind of knew something was shaky with him, right? He's making an official visit to Oklahoma. David Hicks maybe is going to be at the Texas game. We're talking about the on-three consensus five-star defensive lineman currently committed to A&M. But I walked away from there and, and, and heard more about Anthony Hill being a soft commitment to Texas A&M. I think the timing yesterday threw everybody off. I think the Texas side, I think the A&M side of things, I don't think anybody was expecting the decommitment on Monday. So I think that really shook up the, the the two fan bases because most of the time you hear about these things, right? We've been hearing about Vosick, the possibility of this happening. So there was a lead up. The Anthony Hill decommitment on Monday kind of came out of nowhere. Um, so that really made for an interesting day uh, on message boards at, for, in the Texas community inside Texas, all your Texas A&M communities. Uh, but I think, you know, look, I think Texas has a very good chance to land him. I don't think anything's a done deal necessarily, but I think uh, Texas remained in communication with Anthony Hill since he committed to Texas A&M. That door has never been shut by Anthony Hill or his family. He's going to be at the TCU game Saturday. So Texas gets the first crack at this. Does that mean an LSU or Somebody else doesn't get a crack at it. No, it doesn't. But that means Texas gets the first crack at that. And I do think that's telling. And Texas is the school that finished runner up. And they are the school that's had the most communication with Hill and family since he's been committed to Texas A&M. And look, this recruitment came down the close to home A&M in Texas for a reason the first time. I don't think anything's changing there. Does that mean an LSU could get in? and make it a two-team race with a Texas, that's certainly a possibility. But we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, but I like Texas' chances of, as of today. You just mentioned LSU. Is there anybody else who will end up in the running for the Denton Ryan linebacker? Yeah, I think that kind of remains to be seen. I mean, look, at you know, Alabama, Miami, some of the schools were mentioned for him, but I was always told by somebody really close to that recruitment that he was going to stay close to home at the end of the day. Oklahoma will make will make a strong push. I don't expect it to be schools outside of, you know, that three, four, uh, five-hour radius. Um, that would be a surprise to me just because that recruitment's never been trending that direction. So if anybody else jumps in and gets involved, it would be an LSU, it would be an Oklahoma. Another uh, highly rated Central Texas kid who ended up not choosing the Longhorns a couple months ago is Colton Vosick's teammate at Austin Westlake. That would be Jaden Greathouse. He chose Notre Dame, actually went to South Bend for the big upset victory over Clemson last weekend. And you would assume that that secures his commitment and uh, pretty much puts it in pin that he'll be signing with the Fighting Irish come December. But that may now not be the case. What's the latest on Jaden Greathouse? Yeah, well, the interesting thing was he didn't actually make the visit. You know, everything looked like he was going to make that visit, but he didn't make that visit. Um, he said flight was delayed, didn't make it up for the Clemson game, which I thought, you know, again, does that mean he's not going to end up at Notre Dame? No, it doesn't. But it's it's one of those data points, right? And a, a kid that Texas has always remained in contact with, Jaden Greathouse will be uh, at the TCU game. Yes, it's an what, seven-mile drive, 10-minute drive, whatever, he's going to be at the TCU game. I fully expect Colton Vosick to be at the TCU game Saturday. So Texas has not backed off a great house. What's interesting with Jaden Greathouse's recruitment is DeAndre Moore, on three consensus four-star receiver, committed to Louisville. He's making an official visit. He's out of St. John Bosco in Southern California. He's making an official visit this weekend. Uh, so Texas is going to have two top receiver targets, and there's a chance Kyle Parker, the LSU commitment, could be on campus as well. So Texas is going to have two, maybe three of their top uh, high school wide receiver targets remaining. 
at the game Saturday. But look, it, Colton, uh, the Great House recruitment's very simple uh, to me. It, it's similar to Vosick, different because Vosick's a Texas legacy. Um, is you have a chance to stay home and play for Texas, right? And play in the hometown, play with everybody you've grown up with, everybody you've known, or you just want to get away and experience something different. Because here, here's the reality. The Texas offense versus the Notre Dame offense, they're light years apart. Uh, there's a much more, there's better opportunity and a better fit for Great House as a player in Austin and Steve Sarkeesian's offense. We'll see which way this goes at the end of the day. Yeah, he has to watch week in and week out and just see how simply Steve Sarkeesian seems to scheme his best receivers open, starting with Xavier Worthy, who has what feels like two to three open runs each week where uh, he gets the ball and just has nothing but open space in front of him. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And, you know, when you look, you know, inside Texas, we've talked all season, we expect Jordan Whittington to move on after this season. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're looking for a guy to play that role, they don't come much better than Jaden Greathouse. Uh and Jane Greyhouse may not be as fast as Whittington, but I think he's actually a more natural wide receiver, uh, just with the new understanding nuance and just being natural position, um, better on 50-50 balls when the ball's in the air. But he's very similar in that he's he's going to be the most physical receiver on the field. Um, he is a guy that's going to physically dominate corners just with sheer competitiveness and toughness. He's going to be a big-time blocker in the run game. So it's easy for Texas to sell him on a fit and the ability to come in early at Texas in a position where Jordan would expected to move on. So that's a pretty good uh, recruiting feather in the cap for Steve Sarkeesian and staff. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. So you mentioned that there might be uh, three big-time receivers on campus this weekend. Uh, how many of those guys do you think Texas ends up taking? Is it one? Is it two? And if it is one, who is the most likely to, uh, to receive that, uh, that, final, uh, that final pledge? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I mean, I think one for sure possibility of two, but the portal's going to impact uh, the wide receiver position at Texas. Texas, the speed guy, the vertical guy, um, that guy's going to have to come from the portal. I mean, Jaden Grouse is not that. DeAndre Moore is not that. Kyle Parker is more of a slot that's really good in the return game. Um, so I think the portal is definitely going to impact the wide receiver recruiting uh, because it's going to be somebody that can vertically stretch the field and take the top off the defense. That's kind of what Texas is going to look for in the portal. So what, to answer your question, it gets down to do you take one more high school receiver or two, and then how does that affect that number in the portal? I think the two is the max you'll see Texas add to the class. Look, they had three committed at one point, and we're still recruiting other high school wideouts. So it's definitely going to be three. It's going to stretch to four if they get the two guys they want. And even if they do, that doesn't mean they don't take another guy in the portal because they definitely will if they can fill a need. So uh, Texas loses its very first commitment in the class of 2023 yesterday. That would be uh, safety Jamel Johnson out of Arlington Martin. Um, these things happen. So what does it mean for recruiting the position? I know there's another big-time guy coming into town on an official visit this weekend. Where does Texas turn at the safety position, though? 
Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Texas has a, some guys that they they really like in the senior class. There's a kid, Tyler Scott, uh, out of Pebblebrook in the Atlanta area. He was scheduled to come in on an official visit this weekend. He's going to have to reschedule that because his team has a Saturday night playoff game. But he's a 6'2", rangy, corner safety type of kid that has an Alabama official visit last weekend in November. Uh, he's got USC in December. He's been to Auburn. He's been to Tennessee. That's what he's one of the top senior risers in the Peach State, state of Georgia. Tashard Choice has been on him a while. Texas offered him. That's a kid they really like. The big news, obviously, on Inside Texas um, that we're talking about right now is Javian Toviano is going to be in on an unofficial visit. Now, he fits more into the corner nickel conversation. Um, but the fact that he's coming on campus, it's been a few months. It, everything's been trending LSU. He's been to LSU three times, I believe, since the end of the spring. But that jo Javian announced that he's coming to Texas this weekend for the TCU game is another sign for Texas fans that, look, Texas is, you know, we talk about it all the time, but Texas is going to, they play the long game in recruiting, this staff does. And it's something I really like. I think it's a great strategy. Um, they don't walk away and go to plan B's. They stay on their top guys. And if you see them offer a guy late as a senior, like a Tyler Scott, they think that guy's a future NFL player. That's just recruiting right now. That's the Steve Sarkeesian uh, kind of blueprint and, and, and the way they scheme up recruiting because you, they know they can go to the portal to fill a need like they did with Orion Watts in this last class. So the point is, Tyler Scott's really, really good. I mean, just look at the visitor list since his senior year began. Then you have JV and Toviano coming in. Uh, Jai Eugene out of Destrehan, um, he's committed to Tulane. He's got Ole Miss, Michigan, Texas showing interest. He's coming in this weekend unofficially. I'm, no, I'm not expecting Texas to offer him, but he's another name to keep an eye on. It's safety if Texas moves on a high school kid late and they don't get Tyler Scott. I expect the portal to be very much in the picture at safety for Texas after a season as well. All right, Jerry, and just wrapping things up today, you've mentioned it with a couple of these different guys that we've uh, talked about today. It is a huge recruiting weekend for the Longhorns. ESPN College Game Day is going to be here in the morning. Uh, I forget if it's a, a an FS1 broadcast on Saturday night, but it is a nighttime game, which we don't get a ton of these anymore in college football, especially when you're talking about a top 20 matchup. It should be a raucous crowd. Uh, what, what are some of your thoughts on uh, what's going to happen this weekend with Texas and some of these recruits coming in? I think it's interesting because, you know, it's not often you get two chances to have that massive home victory with ESPN game day and all the college football world really watching you. But Texas gets a second chance. They almost got it done against Bama, as everybody knows, and that was a net recruiting win for Texas. Then they kind of stumbled their foot a couple times on the road since that point. The win in Manhattan was huge, right? So that brings back another opportunity. And part of that, obviously, is TCU. Number four in the country, nine and zero, right? But Texas still now has an opportunity. It's going to, like you said, it, the crowd's going to be. I think it's going to be electric atmosphere. Night game at DKR, um, you know, college game. They everybody's going to be talking about this game. But your official visitor list is Deuce Robinson, five star tight end, and now that's a big lean to USC and Georgia. Texas, that would be an upset for me. But you get him on campus, see what happens. He's a he's a really good baseball player too. Maybe you have, there's some things you can attack in that recruitment. And Jatavion Sanders, obviously, uh, what he's done at tight end this year, and Arch Manning committed to open the door for Texas. He'll be in town. DeAndre Moore, we mentioned Marcus Deal, one of the top defensive line targets on the board. He'll be in town. And what's interesting about Deal's recruitment, he's out of name and Forest on three consensus four star, is Texas TCU is where this decision's likely going to come from. Maybe Georgia if he 
decides he can go far away from home. And that decision will be tougher because his father's a coach at name and force, mother's in education and coaching. So those weekend schedules aren't as easy uh, for families that are in coaching as they are for, uh, for a lot of other families as far as travel away from home. So Marcus Deal's going to be in Austin Saturday for his fifth and final official visit, and that's Texas, obviously, where he's been three or four times since last spring. And TCU's the team that's really made a move for him with their 9-0 and season. He's been on campus twice unofficially this year. He took an official last year in May. And so TCU's been hanging around, hanging around. Their season pulled them right up to near the top with Texas. Uh, so it's a big official visit weekend there. Then there's a number of unofficial visitors, obviously, Jaden Greathouse. I fully expect Colton Vosick to be there. Um, I think there's a chance you could see a couple of other D-line targets come in. David Hicks is definitely a possibility. Anthony Hill's going to be an unofficial. So this, and there's going to be a number of 2024s as well. So this weekend, is a second chance at a huge visit weekend for Texas. If they win, this thing's set up to kind of blow the roof off in recruiting, considering the struggles going on in College Station and in Norman. You're certainly able to change your mind. It's only Tuesday after all, but <laughs> do, do they win? That's a great question. Um, I think I think because it's a home game and the crowd's going to be electric and I think the team's got is building confidence, I think that Texas is going to run the ball really well. I think they're going to win a really close game. I think if it was a road game, I would not pick Texas to win. I think TCU is very talented. They're going to score a lot of points. I think one thing that kind of irks Texas fans from the K-State game is how hard it was to sack Adrian Martinez. They're getting a lot of pressures. I think Adrian Martinez has a a really not special way, but um, a really talented way of avoiding sacks. I think Dugan is easier to get to the ground if they can get to him and get him on the ground. And I think that's a big thing to watch in this game. Thank you for the time today, Jerry. You got it, man. He is Jerry Hamilton of InsideTexas.com. And you have been watching and listening to the Recruiting Breakdown brought to you by a great Longhorn mortgage professional, Gabe Winslow. Gabe is a diehard Texas ex with more than 20 years in the industry doing mortgages throughout the great state of Texas. Contact Gabe today and give him the opportunity to earn your business. Thank you very much for watching and listening today. If you did enjoy the episode, go ahead and click the thumbs up button right now. And as always, please do subscribe to the On Texas Football YouTube channel. For Jerry Hamilton, I am Trey Elling. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. In the meantime, have yourselves a great week and hook them.